Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets. And I'm joined once again by Sherry Divvan. We're going to talk about the galactic children that are coming in. She's got some amazing insights. You don't want to miss this show. Sherry, thanks for joining us once again. Oh, thank you so much for having me back. I'm really excited. Yeah, so am I. I I'm at this conference this weekend, and I had Alex Collier, who's basically a Arcturian contactee, and he was talking about how the children that are coming in right now, the galactic children that are coming in, there's definitely a, a major move right now to protect them you know, from some things that are happening in the world right now. So do you have anything on that as well? Yes, I do. I believe Alex Collier contacts the uh, Andromedans. Andromedans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the Arcturians, the Palladians, and I would say the Venusians are playing a huge role right now. There's, There's a lot going on. So there's twofold. So there, our children are definitely being targeted, and the V is one of the ways that they're trying to do that, which is why we have this sudden awakening that's happened in the last couple of months, because the parents are now, who were asleep, are suddenly waking up, because the children is where we draw the line. The children are the future. The children are here to shift the energy and to help us anchor into the fifth dimension. I talk about that a lot, and they're now being targeted more than they ever have, I and mean, they've always been targeted through different mechanisms with the electromagnetic frequencies, television, iPads, hormones in the food, all sorts of things they've been doing for generations. But really now it's more so than ever with the jabs that we are experiencing. And so we have the councils, the Arcturian councils, the information I get is through my sessions. So the way I know all the information I have, I like to explain this to people because I'm not a psychic. I don't sit there and channel and try to get information. I get my information through each and every session that I have 15 to 20 a week. And so that's how I catalog a lot of the information that I have. And so what I've learned about the Arcturians are two things. One, they're coming in as walk-ins. So a lot of the individuals out there, the souls that are not ready to awaken, but they have a viable vessel, meaning that they are in a high enough frequency. They don't have any major illness or they perhaps are in a family that can support them that are awake. They are having these walk-ins come in uh, more than ever before. And I'll share something else with you later about the walk-in. And so they are taking over. So they are, what's the word I'm trying to think of? They are advocating for the children. They are standing up. They're the ones that are suddenly saying, absolutely not. This is not being allowed. We're not going to allow this to happen. They're rioting in the streets, they're petitioning their governors, their schools, they're standing up, it's happening everywhere. And it's not even just parents, it's just people out in the world that are noticing that there's something wrong with this narrative. Mm-hmm. The other is a lot of Octarian, more than I've ever seen before, Octarian children are coming in. These are the ones that I'm seeing are ninth density beings that are extremely high vibrational. I mean, their frequencies are over 800 into the 900 hertz range. I don't even know how their bodies are able to withstand that. And the reason I know that they are able to is because it's another validation that we are in fact moving into a higher frequency. Otherwise they wouldn't have been able to 10, 15, 20 years ago. So this is a good sign to me. The last show we had, you talked about, I was like, share with us something really fantastic. And you talk about one very high vibrational being that had trained for a hundred years before they incarnated so they could understand and, and handle the third dimensional realm. So it's pretty amazing what's going on right now. 
And that's when I learned recently about the Venusian children. So a lot of the Venusian children, they may not be from Venus necessarily. It's kind of like right. a jumping point from what I understand, just like Arcturus. Exactly. Like a lot of Pleiadians will go and study healing before they come here. So it's a point of which they can learn about the love vibration. So the Venusian children are coming in in these massive numbers where they're here to teach not only the world about love, but their families. That's what I've noticed the most is their parents are contacting me saying, my child is changing me in ways I don't understand. Suddenly I'm more sensitive. I'm compassionate. I'm empathetic that I, in a way I've never seen before. They've awakened me. You know how many children have awakened their parents in the last year? And so these Venusian children are literally coming in in the love vibration. You know, all of these children are unique and special because they come through into our reality with their specific gifts, which we talked about last time. So the Venusians are really here to spread love. And the challenge that they're having right now is they are super sensitive. So they are the children that cry really easily. Some of them don't want to go outside because they're so sensitive to other people's energies. There are certain people that come near them. They, they run away or they'll hide behind their parent and their parents are asking me, what, how do I, how do I handle this? Mm. And I say, well, you don't handle it. You allow your child to understand the energy that they're feeling. And if they're uncomfortable, there's a reason for it. So don't force it. So these children are trying to teach their parents because it starts in the home and then it ripples out with the parents shifting their energy and then their friends and other family members see it and their coworkers see it. And there's a ripple effect. And then the children that are interact with other children or their teachers or their peers, and there's a ripple effect there. So the Venusians are really here to give us this love vibration. That's we can all agree. That's really what we need right now. Right. Is the love. vibration? Yeah. Oh yeah. I have memories of uh, training on Venus with the Venusians and the space program. So that's fascinating. It really is amazing. The information that's coming out of, Venus and uh, the connections we're having there. That's just going to be fantastic moving forward. Yeah. And the Arcturian children are here to be the future healers. So they're here. They have trained and they have come here to teach us the new earth medicine, the holistic reality that we're moving into, which I'm excited about. And I know many others because we've kind of been on the, what we call, refer to as the secondary treatment. And we should be primary energy healers, acupuncturists, even massage therapy, herbal medicine, all of that has been secondary. And we're really moving into a period of it's going to be primary. And we need all of these healers to come in and model that and bring in that wisdom to be able to help us move into that. And a lot of the people that I'm working with that are the adults, I can't tell you how many 50, 60, 70 year olds are contacting me. They're ready to retire. They've almost had their entire career passed and they've done amazing things, but they never felt fulfilled. And they're saying to me, why do I feel like I have so much more to do? And I'm saying, you do have something to do because we're about to go in, we're about to shift and break through all of these old patterns, all of this programming. And we need people like you that are the architects of the new world. We need the nurses that are ready to use Reiki and Mm -hmm. energy healing with their practice. We need all of the integrative medicine practitioners to come forward and activate. So I'm teaching dozens every couple of months. And I know there are many out there that are teaching people how to heal, which we already know how to do that within, right? It's in our consciousness. It's our wisdom. It's our essence, but we're just relearning certain things while we're here. So there's a lot going on right now. There really is. Yeah. Another Arcturian hybrid, Vivian Chavez was here this weekend and she had everybody in tears because she's talking about the energies that are coming in and and how it's going to change everyone, everyone really connected with it. So it's beautiful to see this is going on. So I also talk to people 
they're homeschooling. A lot more people are homeschooling because there's the part of the awakening process is to see that we have a lot of corrupted systems and to start to pull away from them and create new ones like you're talking about. I talked to this one woman, her child is learning at a rate that's phenomenal because these new learning systems that are coming in that these homeschoolers are doing, they're learning like in a few years, what takes 12 to learn. And it's part of the program is instead of going like, you study this for an hour, then you study this for an hour, then you study this for an hour, you do a deep dive into information like all of us do and have learned to do. You do a deep dive till you've exhausted all your questions and then you move to the next thing. So that's the way you really learn. So these new learning processes like you're talking about are coming through. It's, it's fabulous. Yeah. And, you know, that's the way it's been done outside of this matrix for eons of time and how, and it's changing. So I get countless emails from parents freaking out at the beginning of the school year because of the J and, you know, now it's being mandatory in a lot of the private schools. Should I homeschool? I don't know what to do. And I'm, I'm trying to guide these parents in a gentle way that this is all part of the plan here because we need to, not the V, but the recognizing that the schools aren't providing the education oh, yeah. that is, is designed for them to thrive. So we're putting the V aside. This is more about the structure of the education system has always been in a way to, to keep our children, one, it's for programming. And so they get the minimum out of it. They are constantly shifting different subjects. They're not learning to their potential. They get behind and it's a vicious cycle. And then they're, they're feeling behind their entire educational career, whatever you may call it. And that's all changing. And we need parents to get uncomfortable with the fact that their children aren't learning. And I think this past pandemic has proven, has revealed a lot of what has been exposed what the children are actually learning in school. And so I can't tell you how many of my clients are homeschooling their children now, or mm. I, I can tell you, I have dozens that are not in school at all. Their parents have literally taken their children out of school. And they said, I'm taking some time off, whether they decided to pick up and travel locally to do their own field trips, their own discoveries, getting in, yeah. in touch with nature, things like that. Or they're just taking time off and saying, you know what, I'm giving my child a break. And so this is all purposeful to dismantle this massive structure that has been in place for such a long time and it's crumbling down. And now we're about to be in this beautiful position of rebuilding and our beautiful children that have come here are here to show us that it's wrong. That's why we have such a rise in autistic children or ADHD. They're just labeled to identify those children that are not fitting in with the structure that it's been there for so long. And they're here to, for a reason to expose that structure as it's not the right way for our children to thrive. So they're purposely placed as a beacon of light to shine, to show, hey, this is not right. All the parents that are, you know, trying to make a living and, and going to work every day and not really focusing or paying attention at what their children are learning. And then we had this year or a year and a half, almost two, where parents were forced to see. They're overhearing what's happening on Zoom and saying, wait, what are they learning? No, what's happening? And then now they're, you know, they're suddenly paying attention. This is all part of the process and it's all breaking down and it's all being rebuilt and there's so much good around it. It's something to really be excited about. Instead of all this fear-mongering about everything that's happening, what we should do is get excited about what's happening, what's really happening here. That's true. That's an excellent point because a lot of people are very concerned, but don't be concerned. Be happy because it's basically shutting down and collapsing a system that's very corrupt and has been indoctrinating our children and ourselves. And we were all part of that process as well in uh, yeah. negative ways that really don't. Because I, I always 
thought that I learned more on my own than I did in school. And I see a lot of parents are bringing their kids out, like you're saying, doing field trips. I used to take my kids on field trips during the summer. We used to go all over the country and, and go to all these amazing places. So I think everyone that's feeling that pull right now, the intuitive pull to do that, you should listen to that. Some parents, I talked to this one lady that's going to start a camp in her home. She has a farm and she's going to have children come there and run it off a, a system that's created in Russia where the children run the farm. They run it. They grow the crops. They go into weaving and you know knitting and all kind of crazy stuff. And they create buildings. They do the architecture for the buildings and they create the buildings. They do everything like that. that and imagine a world like that. That's where these beautiful children that are coming in right now, that's where they're going to start to shine. And that's why they're coming in. What mm -hmm. skills do you think these beautiful children that are coming in now, what skills are they bringing in? Every layer of the spectrum, really. I mean, these children are bringing in technology. They're bringing in the healing. They're bringing in their teachers, their guides, their protectors, their leaders. They all fit into these categories of what we really need. And we're really mirroring or going back to which I wanted to talk about today is the Lemurian way. So I have an influx of Lemurian children as well as adults coming to me. And I have been guided profusely in the last couple of months. It's like being ingrained in my brain over and over again that we are going full circle. And a lot of people disagreed with me because in they have, there's a lot of misconceptions about Lemuria and the fall of Lemuria, and they're confusing it with Atlantis. Atlantis was very technologically advanced and they had issues with power and struggle with greed. Lemurians never had that issue. They didn't have a fall. What happened was the earth started shifting the tectonic plates and the rise of the water. And so they had to move out into different areas mm -hmm. to survive. So their population, they either chose to leave you know, they went into the ocean and became dolphins or whales or whatever, some mermaids even, or they went back to their home planets, mostly Pleiades, but others, or they decided to go to other places, Australia, New Zealand, South America, I mean, all over the place. Yep. And so they didn't have a fall. Their major issue was, and this is what we're working on now, is that they didn't ever want to be fully human. They came here to have a human experience, but they wanted to be free. So they maintained most of the time in the light body. And so they didn't have a full human experience, but the Lemurian way or their model of living is what we should strive for. And I believe what we are moving towards, at least in, in a large part. So the children did teach. So the children taught. The children dictated when they were done with their learning. They dictated what they wanted to learn, how long they were going to learn for. And they were put in groups of like-minded children. So there were no grades and grades, I'm meaning levels, but also grades as far as ABC. They didn't have any of that. So they were able and free to learn in the temples and in the forest and near the ocean and talk to dolphins. I mean, they did all sorts of things. And that the model of society was different than what we have now. There was no hierarchy. Everybody was, they believed in oneness and compassion and respect for the planet, for themselves, for each other. Every aspect of their life, which I could talk about for a really long time because I, I had a life there and I remember it very vividly and memories are coming back more and more. And I know you've experienced that where suddenly you just start having dreams or I'll just have flashes and visions. And I realize that the reason I'm having these flashbacks and the reason why I'm having a lot of my, the clients that are coming to me, both adult and children are from Lemuria, had a life in Lemuria are for a reason because we are 
we are going full circle. We really are, but not in the Lemurian time because we're there. Even they say our biggest mistake is that we weren't fully embracing the human aspect of living. So we're here and the newer children are here to help us do that. So how can we be more spiritual, but be within this physical body and have a human experience in the fifth dimension where we were designed to be in the first place? How can we work together? Our children teach us about compassion. I've had a lot of clients, the younger clients in their teens that are against pretty much every facet of our government our education system, our medical system. And how do they know these things? They're very young. It has nothing to do with age. It has to do with the wisdom within them and what they brought here with them, right? And they're here to make us feel uncomfortable about it and speak up about it and say, you know, there are no jobs. One of the biggest challenges, Michael, I have right now, or not I have, but I'm seeing, and I talk about this in the second book, Divinely Guided Children, is that the age group of, I would say, just graduating or probably before. So I would say 15 years old to early thirties, late, no, not to the thirties. I would say late twenties. That range of people right now are struggling the most. And the reason for that is they are the way showers. They are the pioneers of the architects of the new world. And the problem that we are in right now is that they're ready and willing to be activated consciousness of humanity is not has not cut up yet so they are ready to go out into the work work world that's a tongue twister and they literally are saying i'm not motivated there's absolutely nothing that interests me there's no job out there that i am passionate about nothing that i want to do and i tell them well that's because what you are meant to do doesn't exist yet so we're kind of in this holding pattern and they're literally waiting for us They're saying, I have nothing to do. I'm waiting for humanity to catch up so that the job that I'm meant to do will be available. All the youth centers that are going to be out there, mine included and probably many others, spiritual centers, retreat centers, healing centers, technology networks and groups for bringing us into the future of technology for the good. So many things will be available, but they're not ready yet because we haven't gotten there. So these poor adolescents are, I use the metaphor today, they're walking through the grocery store, walking down every single aisle, looking at every food option. They're really hungry, but nothing appeals to them. There's absolutely nothing they want to eat. So they walk out and not only are they frustrated, but they're annoyed and they're angry and their parents are annoyed because of that. And I'm trying to explain to them, this is why, because the job that you're meant to do isn't on display yet. We're not quite there yet, but we are getting there. Otherwise, we wouldn't be going through this ascension. So to me, these are all, although it's annoying and frustrating, it's a good sign because I know things are moving forward because they're bringing those people to me so that I can help guide them and say, oh, we're just, we're so close. We're almost there. 2022 is a huge year. You know, I'll admit when we're intuitive and I know you can agree, sometimes you make mistakes on the dates because it's oftentimes so much bigger. We can't control the collective consciousness of humanity and their speed of which they ascend, right? So last summer, I was telling my clients and not publicly, but my clients initially that, oh, 2021 is a huge year. I saw so many beautiful things in January came and we all know what happened and everything, nothing happened the way I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Spring came, nothing happened the way I thought it was going to. And here we are. And now I realize that we're, we needed this year to really dismantle everything so that 2022 is what I was seeing 2021. So I really believe that we are moving into that space. And I know that to be true because I wouldn't be seeing so many of this information and these visions of people's lives and what they're here to do if we weren't ready to hear it yet. 
because otherwise there wouldn't be any purpose for it. How can I guide people if I don't have anything to guide them on? But now I do. So I feel like that's a good sign that we're finally moving in the right direction. Wow, Sherry, you're really speaking. I remember when we first started speaking, you're a little bit hesitant on some of this stuff, but you're just like letting it flow. It's so beautiful now. So yeah, I agree with you. The Lemurian aspect, we had a fall, we fell. Atlantis, very technology oriented and very individualistic, egoic. We had to learn that. We learn both sides. We learn the light, we learn the dark, and we decide which one we like the most. You know, most of us are, yeah, we're ready for the light. And as we move forward, we start to create. So I tell clients that you have the the technology, you have the information, especially people that have been involved in the workforce and so forth. Like you're talking about nurses and doctors and others that are basically coming out of the, the old system and starting their own systems. That's where we're going right now. So not waiting so much, but, you know, starting to create something to get involved and you know what you like, do what you love, do what you like and start to move in that direction. And then eventually all this stuff falls into place and it really moves on a, a rapid, rapid scale. So your ideals and your idea of creating a better world in the future are going to manifest if you start them now on a faster basis. So don't hesitate so much. Don't wait so much. There is that period of time like we're in where everything needs to be discovered and collapse. And then we move forward with the new systems, but the new systems can get start getting a foothold now. So definitely a good time frame to really start to your own businesses and so forth. Absolutely. It's time to manifest because things manifest first energetically. So if you're designing what you want the new world to look like right now, by the time we get there, it's going to, or it's already happening in another plane of existence and it will manifest physically. And that's what the, I think, Michael, that's the hardest and most challenging aspect of all of this is because people like yourself and myself and many others are telling people, or at least I truly believe, I'll speak for myself. I believe we've already won this spiritual war. There's no going back. And I've been told that repeatedly in different sessions and my own guides. And they said, right now, it's just the physicality is just playing out the rest of the movie, the rest of the scenario based on our choices. And unfortunately, there are still a lot of people that are not awake and we need to wake them up in a certain way, which is why a lot of this stuff is happening so that they will, we can give them an opportunity to awaken. But to those, their perception is, well, I'm not seeing anything happening. I turn on the news and this is what the world is showing me is happening. So how can we possibly be in ascension if they even know what that is? And we have people like myself saying, I said in an interview recently that I was a guide or an angel of of a woman. I can't remember what it was, but the message was that it was like a hurricane had just happened and we were in the cleanup phase. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of emails. They were confused. They're like, how is that possible? So much is happening right now. And I had to explain it this many times that a higher dimensional reality, we are in the cleanup phase. We are in our mind, the architects of the new world planning. I'm planning youth centers that I know won't open until next year. I'm helping people heal on a daily basis for the new earth to acclimate and be ready for it. So, so many things are happening on a higher plane of dimensional reality, but perhaps in this third dimensional reality, it's not evident yet, but that doesn't mean that it's not happening. So people have to understand that there are different dimensions that we're working through. So if you're stuck in the third dimension, yeah, things are really bad right now. And a lot of bad things are happening. But if you focus only on that, then your reality is not going to change. So you have to take yourself out of that and recognize that there are other densities you can bring yourself to through higher vibrations, through a higher frequency. 
And once you do that, then you realize, gosh, things aren't as bad. And you can start seeing what the new world will look like, or at least start participating by designing what it is that you would like the new world to look like, you know, and use that imagination. I, I've had many messages that say, don't hold back or don't limit your imagination. Even if it seems like, oh, I can't even imagine that in this reality. Well, yeah, because it won't happen in this reality. But when we go to a different reality, anything is possible. So dream big, dream big and dream bigger than big. And don't limit yourself to what it is that you're envisioning the new world to look like. Who am I to say that your vision is incorrect? Who are you to say that my vision is incorrect? The point is, is that if we shift our perspective into a new earth that is in the highest interest of all of humanity, the sky is the limit. Who knows what that looks like? You know what I'm saying? So it's, there is a lot happening. It's just not evident in the third dimensional field. So we have to break free from that and raise your consciousness and you'll see it. Yeah. A lot of us in a certain percentage are already in 5D and we're, we're still managing the cleanup, as you're saying. And I agree with that, that term down here in 3D so that we can move everybody up into the higher dimension. Just like we had the hurricane Ida just went through. Everyone knew this storm was coming. Everyone was told a storm was coming and to prepare for it. And uh, the storm has gone through and we're now we're in the, we're really in a cleanup phase, even though it seems like these guys are still manipulating and controlling stuff on a certain level they are, but it's a collapse system already. It's just facade at this point. Yeah. They can cause problems, but when you're in a storm and when you're in the cleanup, there's still, you know, some problems to, you have to be aware of. So that's where we are right now. So staying positive and keeping your focus will bring the manifestations that we want to bring in happen a lot sooner. So focusing on the storm, focusing on the destruction, just keeps that in place. There's no movement when you're just a great example is like there's a an accident on the highway. You don't even know that there's an accident. You're like backed up and you're back and you're moving slowly. And then eventually you get to the point where everybody's doing the looky-loo and it slows the, you know, the movement down. So we, we got a lot of looky-loos right now looking at this destruction and thinking that's something to really focus on. I never focus on that. I'm like, oh, there's an accident. Let's go. <laughs> so, and then you got the looky-loos still holding it up. And then yeah. eventually you get past that and you start moving out. So we're just getting past the point where everything's just the destruction. And now it's starting to move. There is movement. I see movement. And I said there would be movement a couple months after the inauguration. So the light is coming in. It's coming in stronger and stronger and stronger. We just have to get to that point where, okay, we're good. We're moving forward. We're going to have this amazing experience in the future. Yeah, there's destruction there, but we're not going to focus on that. We'll take care of it. We'll clean it up, but we're going to stay focused on, uh, you know, creating this new environment. Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Jaco. Join me on Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast, where we'll uncover the hidden parts of our human potential and propel you to new heights of existence and consciousness realms. As a former Navy SEAL for 24 years and CIA security officer for 11 I've been involved in aggressive combat training and operated in combat zones for well over 35 years. From Panama, Kuwait, Iraq, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Yemen, Libya, and Lebanon, I have honed my leadership, tactical, combat skills, and knowledge expertise to a master level. 
As a little boy, five years old, I wanted to be a Navy SEAL after watching the movie Navy Frogman. I also looked at the movies and read the books of Ian Fleming, 007, James Bond. I wanted to be that when I grew up. And I was always inspired by entrepreneurs that helped humanity and brought about great change that furthered the consciousness and abilities of humankind to master levels. I always wanted to do that. The first two I did to an extraordinary level. And now today, as an entrepreneur and speaker, reaching millions all over the world, now I'm sharing the information that really propelled me. When I was a chief enlisted officer, I motivated, led, trained, and provided inspiration and insight to officers of all ranks, all the way up to flag level, and even the Secretary of Defense for the United States. With my operational background, planning, master training, and course design abilities, I have trained thousands and thousands of military and law enforcement personnel, and now I inspire and train millions throughout the world with my intuitive insights into the workings of the human mind. I and many listening to this message are living proof that each of us have amazing potentials far beyond what most consider possible. For me, the impossible is what I strive to always master and excel at. And as a Navy SEAL and in the CIA and combat zones, I did the impossible over and over and over again. And now I want to help you do the same. Tune in to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast, and join the growing tribe as I show you how to unleash your own hidden potential. What are some of the amazing things that you're seeing in these children? I always love these stories. Gosh, where do I start? I, I, I'm going to write a few down and I didn't, I didn't get to it. So let's see. We have the Lemurian children. Oh, the teaching wheel. So I've had several, I don't know who those of you watching this have heard of the Lemurian teaching wheel, but a lot of the Lemurian children that are coming back are aware of certain things that most people don't have any awareness of. And I had a session recently with a little girl who was six years old. She was drawing this thing on a piece of paper and her mom didn't know what it was. And she's like, she keeps drawing this picture. I don't know what it means. And it, in the, the Lemurian wheel looks like a wheel and has different spokes in it. And it says different things. And I saw it right away. And I was like, that's a Lemurian teaching wheel. And her daughter was showing her mom the new way of healing and the new way to perceive and receive information and spiritual information that starts. And I believe that's where we're headed. And that was really significant and validating for me because I had been getting downloads myself. I believe I was one of the teachers in, in Lemuria of the children and also a midwife, which there's so many synchronicities in your life. And it makes total sense when you look back in hindsight of the things that you've done. You know, I taught hypnobirthing for many years and I used to want to be a midwife among other things that I was a healer and animal nurse and all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. And I realized now, oh, that's why I wanted to be a midwife because I was one in Lemuria. And that was one of the things that I did. But anyways, this little girl knew about certain spokes on the teaching wheel. And she was explaining to me, that's how you learn. 
And then I tapped into her energy field when I did her session and I could see her outside on this beautiful grassy meadow. And this teacher, this beautiful woman was sitting down on the ground with the children and she was holding this teaching wheel. And the little girl that I was doing the session for was pointing to it and they were having a conversation and she was having memories of that. And she, what she was trying to relay is mom, where's my teaching wheel? Where is the teaching wheel? It's not, is it here yet? Which, but she didn't have a complete conscious understanding of it yet. Right. Because she's five years old. And so she's in and out of this human form, trying to figure out what these messages are, where they come from. And so that one was really profound because there is no way this little girl would have known what a teaching wheel is had she never seen one. Her mom had never, didn't even know what it was. I knew what it was. So that was a really, really great experience. Gosh, what else? There's so many. I mean, these children, I did another session. I got scolded. Sometimes these children are I call them children, but a lot of times I'm so honored to be able to speak with them because they're in children's bodies, but like they're more ascended than I am, right? A lot of times. And they know that, and they know that they're more ascended than their families. And so they have a really hard time being taught. My daughter is one of those. She's the most stubborn person you'll ever meet. She doesn't like me to teach her anything because she knows that she is more wise and and ascended than I am. She's here to teach. And I'll tell you offline who she is and you'll understand why. I'll share it publicly at one point, but not quite yet. She's the reincarnation of somebody that everybody would know. And a lot of these children feel like, who are you? I'm more wise than you. But so they're trying to navigate through that in their childlike age and maturity Mm -hmm. level. Gosh, I forgot what I was saying. Where was I going with that? So Um, you got the Miriam Will and all these children that are coming in and uh, discovering. Well, you're helping them discover. They don't understand exactly. They don't understand it just yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going somewhere and, you know, my mind goes off in different places and now I don't remember where I was going with it. We'll come back to it. Yeah, we'll come back good. to it. Good. Yeah. One thing that I got recently, actually in a session today and then after I did a meditation and I got even more and I was told that I needed to say this today. They said, tell everybody that they need to forget everything you know. Shift your perspectives out of the confines of the third dimensional matrix, and only then you will be free. And I was told that I had to say that today. So I think that that is, rings true for a lot of us, especially in the deprogramming phase of our lives right now, is we really truly do need to forget everything we think we know about our life and about this world that is of the old system. And we need to open, just forget about it, and then rebuild our knowledge and our foundation from within. So connecting to our own higher awareness, as opposed to looking outward for other people to tell us what those things are. It's helpful to hear it from myself and from you and many other beautiful, amazing souls out there that are trying to get the word out. But really this whole ascension, really the most important aspect of it is for us to regain our sovereignty and empower ourselves to know that we have the ability to heal ourselves, to tap in to a higher awareness to communicate telepathically. Okay. That's what it was. Okay. So this little girl, I was doing a session with a girl who is, was five or six. She's autistic. So she's nonverbal. So I was communicating with her higher self and she scolds at me in the session because she says, I know that you have been telling a lot of parents that, but because this is my speech that I give to the, the souls when I communicate with their, when they're autistic and nonverbal previously, I would always tell them less. I understand that you, where you come from, you speak telepathically. And so when you come to earth, it's very uncomfortable for you to now use your vocals and speak in words. It's not normal and it's foreign to you. 
but you are on earth having an earth experience. And so I try to convince them nicely that can you please try because you're here on earth and this is how, how we do things here. We speak, which is funny. Ironically, the Lemurians were so most annoyed with Atlanteans because they talked too much and Lemurians spoke telepathically. Mm-hmm. And so this little girl, she told me, she said, you need to stop telling parents that. Because we're here to actually show you that where you're moving, where you guys are moving in your ascension, you guys won't be, you will be talking way less. And we are supposed to start communicating energetically through emotional energy, through telepathy, through many, there are many different avenues of communication. And she said, it's, this needs to stop now. Very kind, but very stern. And I said, oh my gosh, am I doing a disservice? And she said, no, but now's the time. To, we need to change the narrative. And she gave me a date. She said in 2030 will be a pivotal marking point in which we start to see that we are going to shift in our communication. So something around the 2030 mark is going to be an, an important part of our ascension process where we will move towards that. And I think it's going to have a lot to do with the children and um, how we teach them. So in my youth centers, I'm going to be teaching from a very young age how to communicate and read, how to read energy, how to understand vibration, how to communicate telepathically and teach them how to do it. Because when you teach them at a young age, you're not really teaching them. You are reminding them how to do something they already know how to do. Whereas you try to teach somebody later on in their life who have been here so long and so programmed, it's a lot harder for them to break through those barriers where the children don't have any. And so I believe that that was a a really big, lesson that I personally learned to stop trying to change them. And I know this because I'm constantly telling people publicly in interviews and in sessions, stop trying to change your children. They're here to dismantle. And I caught myself actually trying to change them in one aspect that I hadn't thought of consciously. So that was a, that was a very big lesson for myself, but we, we need to allow our children to be the way they are. And because they're trying to model us, what we are going into what we should be like, if that makes sense. And yeah, definitely. And uh, a lot of us have already experienced the telepathy thing in one way or another. Some of us are aware of it and others aren't. I remember when I was in the SEAL teams, we do hand and arm communications, like until everybody got that down. And then eventually Mm -hmm. we never, we didn't use that anymore. We just knew what we were going to do. And I used to tell people that I work with in SEAL teams, it was like, we're talking telepathically. And, you know, because guys are like, no, we, we don't do woo-woo. It's all analytical. <laughs> and they're, uh, oh, no, no, no. There's no way that's happening. And then I would pick up a thought they had, and I would say it out loud. And then they, and then they would be like, oh, <laughs> there's no way you could have known that unless you, you read my mind. So as we start to work more with each other, you know, like the children are trying to teach us, we're going to start to pick up on all these different skills. And it's going to work out unbelievably because as you increase your potential and your abilities in one area, then something else unlocks once you get that down. So we have to learn these basics right now. We have to open our minds. I remember there was a guy that used to channel Archangel Metatron, and he was talking about the 2030 timeframe all the way back in like 2005 and six. I'm like, oh no, it's not going to take that long, is it? And it's not, it's progressive. You know, it's not like in 2030, then everybody becomes super evolved. You know, it's a progressive thing in that time frame. Most people, if not all people will be evolved. Absolutely. It's their shifts. 
So it's not like at 2030, people are going to be not speaking anymore. It's a progression. We're going to work up to it. And a lot will happen up until that point. But I think that will be a significant marking point, apparently, is, is what, what she made it sound like. And that's true for a lot of different things in the spiritual, what I like to call spiritual beginnings, is trying to teach a lot of the people that are waking up to that reality of intuition. A lot of people in my sessions, they have no idea what that means. They've never been taught. They thought it was woo-woo or this will get you. They thought it was satanic. It boggles my mind some of the things that people have been taught in their life that they genuinely have no idea. And those are the people that are in for a massive awakening, right? When it happens, you know, that's why I get emails all the time. And the clients that I work with that, why am I waking up at 50 years old? Why am I waking up at 75? You know, that was the journey. We all signed up for a specific journey and how we were going to contribute. So anybody alive right now, doesn't matter who you are, you are here for the Ascension timeline. You signed up for it in some way, shape, or form. What you do with that and your free will is out of everyone else's control, but you signed up for that. And so we all have different experiences and how we participate in this Ascension process and how long it takes and the effort we put into it. It's going to be different for everybody. We really do have these two timelines. And I felt this, and I'm curious what you think. Mm-hmm. I was in the process of feeling bad for myself and saying, gosh, I was so wrong, but I, you know, when is this going to happen? Somewhere around June of this year is when I know I personally noticed a huge shift. And I said, something is different, but a lot of people around me weren't noticing it. And when I realized about a month later in July, we had gone through a massive market split in 3D and 5D. So those people that were on the 5D timeline, their lives were changing. Things were just working out for them. Everything seemed different. And then those in the 3D, third dimensional timeline, nothing changed. Things were just getting worse for them and their anger was getting worse. You know, and that's that's the issue right now is trying to figure out where, where you are on these two timelines. And sometimes I'm finding that they're merging together. I don't know if this has happened to you where... I could tell something in my, my environment is, is different where I walk in out of the house, I come back in and the book that I left on the table is gone. I'm like, where did it go? And then the next day it's the book is where I left it. And I'm like, okay, what timeline am I in right now? Does that oh, happen yeah. to you? Oh yeah. That happens quite a bit. And in fact, you know, a lot of people are looking at that where we have this effect that's going on where people are saying, well, it happened like this. And then someone else uh, Oh, it happened. No, no, no. It happened like this. And I have these arguments all the time. It seems like where I have memories of things that other people don't have memories of things. And so I, sometimes I just want to put out there who has a memory of this and you know, what are, what are your thoughts on it? Did you look at it? Like, did you remember this or do you remember that? So there's a lot of people that are doing that right now where people have died. We thought they died. And then we find out, you know, later that they're just now dying. It's like, how did that happen? There's a lot of that going on. So the timeline definitely coming in. The, I talk about this quite a bit where there's time wars going on, where they're trying to force a situation and go in, going in and trying to push a certain agenda and it's being stopped out. And because they're forcing this one agenda, there's creep into our own timeline. And then when it gets changed back to a better timeline, I've, I've even had this myself happen where I died a rocket blew me up. I saw my death and I was like, oh, I wish I could stay because I, I was doing really well. And Archangel Michael shows up and go, oh, you think you can help humanity? We'll put you back in. So 
the timeline shifted, went back. I got reinserted. The missile got deflected and I continue on. So there's a lot of people that are experiencing a lot of this going forward. And I think that, you know, the children that are coming in are going to help us clue us up to a lot of this stuff and help us to stay on the right timeline instead of getting pushed and jumped around and stuff like that. So that'll speed the process up as well, keeping our focus going forward. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, because we're a free will planet, there are a lot of rules, out, especially with the extraterrestrials or the off-worlders and how much they can really influence us. And same with our archangels, same with angels, same with our spirit guides. There's only so much because we have free will unless we ask for help. And so uh, what I've been guided, and I think we mentioned this earlier uh, before the show, that we've reached this pivotal point because now our children are being affected and attacked, that there are certain groups like the Arcturians, the Andromedans, the Pleiadians coming in and saying, okay, now we're going to have to intervene because now they're attacking the children. And I feel like the children are such a pivotal part of this ascension. And the other side knows that. So they're trying to do anything they can to put the brakes on that or to destroy it in any way they can. But the bad news for them is not only do we have help off world, but these children are so high vibrational and so connected to source that they really are not able to be affected by a lot of this, the stuff that they're trying to do. And right. so I think that that's a good sign for a, a lot of people. And another validating point, because I like to give people validations or things that I'm experiencing to show them or give them some sort of proof that we are moving in the right direction. And so another one of those things is, you know, I've been planning these these youth centers in my mind for a while. And actually, I think I talked about it in your show. It's one of them that my daughter, I channeled it. I don't know. She's almost seven now. So about a little over seven years ago when I was pregnant with her, that I would open up spiritual centers. Well, it looks differently now because it's morphed into youth centers and it's much bigger than I ever expected. But I believe that the fact that I'm seeing that, the fact that I have investors that I'm working with, the fact that I'm working on business plans, the fact that I have a list this big of class ideas and that's growing and growing and growing. The fact that I've already chosen the first five states that I'm going to open up these youth centers next year, the fact that all of this is happening, the fact that teachers are coming to me, the fact that I'm doing sessions with all these children who are giving me the ideas and telling me what I should do, that would not be allowed right now if we weren't ready for it. So this is a huge, huge example of, of us moving or proof that we're moving in the right direction, because otherwise it would still be an idea in my head that hasn't come to fruition yet. Right. right. Um, I'd still be thinking, oh, that's a great idea. I should do that. Okay. Now I'm going to keep working, but I dropped everything for this. You know, I I'll be honest, I shouldn't have put my foot in my mouth, but in your interview, the second one, I talked about how I was writing my third book and I was halfway through five months later, and I haven't written one word since that interview, but I really put everything on the side because I'm really working on creating these youth centers because I, you know, I envision huge. I envision them to be in every city. I envision them to be bigger than YMCA in every city, in every, in every major city, in every state, in every country of the world where children can come from the ages of, you know, four or five preschool age when they're ready to learn all the way into their mid twenties to learn anything and everything you can possibly imagine that they should have been learning this whole time. And we are changing the trajectory of our children's future and therefore changing the trajectory of humanity and generations to come so that we can model the the Lemurian way, or we can model the Pleiadian way, which are Lemurians, or the Andromedan way, or facets of all of these beautiful beings that have helped us ascend so that now Actually, 
Can I share something else with you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. okay. I had this epiphany come through recently. Actually, it wasn't epiphany. It was a message that came through very strong. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of prophecies going around, both on the dark side and the good side, that a large portion of humanity is going to go off the planet when we're done with this ascension. We have percentages given out. We have numbers given out all over wide spectrum, both good beings and the dark and the light side, both saying the same thing. And I thought to myself, what have I learned in my sessions? And I had this epiphany. Michael, in the last year, I would say, I can't tell you, I would say in my, if I put a percentage to my actual sessions, Mm -hmm. 95%, even of the children, 95% of the sessions that I do with people when I do their timeline healing and karma and energy clearing, all of that, and I do a soul reading on them, I am told with certainty that this is their last life. Like a lot of these beings have signed on for the Ascension as their last life. I'm one of those. (laughs) So this is my last time here. I'm going home. And so if you think about that, how many starseeds are in the world right now? There's millions. So if all of those millions of people are on their last life, because of their free will choice, because they want to go home, because once we go to the age of Aquarius and we are through this ascension, what reason do they have to be here? They fulfilled their mission. They want to go home. You know, and I've had some clients say, well, what am I being punished because I'm, this is my last life and I'm going home. And I'm like, no, this is such a beautiful thing. You want, trust me, your soul wants to go home. Your soul has a family it wants to go home to. And the fact that you're able to go home is a good indication that this planet has ascended or is ascending. And so if you think about that, all of those people gone, perhaps the planet will look significantly different in two to three to 10 to 15 years, depending on as people pass away and they don't come back. So it has nothing to do with the V per se. It has nothing to do with a pandemic per se. It has nothing to do with what the dark side's agenda is. These are all narratives that are here to confuse us and bring us down into fear. But when you shift your perspective, perhaps the reason why Earth looks different in the future is because we don't need all of these high vibrational evolved ascended master spirits here to help guide us anymore because we're already where we need to be. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. And what's beautiful too is, you know, when you open these centers that you're going to need people to work there. So a lot of people are like, well, if I leave this system, what am I going to do? Well, there's going to be lots of work, you know, so there's going to be the need for people that, you know, have this type of consciousness, have this frame of reference to move into and share, keep the children that are coming up, you know, on the right path for like me, you know, teaching remote viewing. So it took me decades to learn how to be a, a great remote viewer and people are learning in like half an hour. So move forward, we're going to have more and more of that. These children, these star seeds, you know, learning at an incredible rate to the point where they're going to start to teach us and we're going to learn from them and people that have done their whole lives working in a certain aspect, a certain job and wishing, hoping, praying for, you know, the old system to collapse so they could teach in a rifle way. It's here. Don't get discombobulated and all upset because a, a system is collapsing. It's a system that has to collapse. Just let it go. Welcome the new. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Yep, absolutely. Welcome in the new. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, are are there... Are never afraid to embrace the new? They like change, Mm -hmm. you know? 
So isn't that a beautiful thing? We, we should follow our children. Our children are here to teach us so much. If parents and the community around them would just stop being so rigid and just be flexible for one moment and listen to what they have to say, they would be surprised what these children have to teach us, mm-hmm. what, the, what wisdom they carry within them, the knowledge, the love that they give out is unlike anything I've ever seen before. And I'm talking about my children, my friends' children, children that I do Zoom sessions with in Australia, New Zealand, and all over the world that I could feel through the computer because there is no, there's no time and space with regard to energy. So what they have to contribute is nothing like we've ever seen before. So sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> no, that's good. I'm glad you got that, that last little piece. So if people can uh, are desiring to contact you or learn more about your information, what's the best way to reach you? Please check out my YouTube channel. It's under my name. We have the fourth fourth video, divinely third video of Divinely Guided Children that just came out. We have a new animator and the fourth one's about to come out and I'm working on the scripts for fifth and sixth. So anyone that has children, I've actually had a lot of people say that the adults that watch it are learning a lot from the children's video cartoon series. So please check that out because it's beautiful. It's my baby. It's my baby. And if you want to contact me, intuitivewellnesscenter.com has all my information. Yeah. And that's where all your books and and so forth are at too. Yeah. My session, my classes, everything is on there. Yeah. And I'll put that in the description box and, you know, it's always a pleasure to have you on. I learned so much. You're sharing amazing information. I'm glad you have uh, backers that are seeing the uh, the value of all this and, and you're going to start these centers and stuff. Uh, it's so exciting, such an exciting time. So there again, don't get spun up on uh, you know the craziness that's going on right now. Know that you can't stop what's coming. They can't stop what's coming. It's coming. It's already here. And we're just getting up and moving there. It's just a few steps away. Absolutely. Sherry, thanks for uh, joining me again. And everyone that joined us, thank you. And lots of love out there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality.